Welcome to From Betrayal to Breakthrough, and here is a mini dose of Dr. Debbie where I'm sharing tips, suggestions, strategies, and sometimes just motivation to have you move past your betrayal once and for all. So if you're the type who can multitask and get it all done and do 10 things at once, I'm talking to you. Sometimes being so capable works against you. What I see so often, I work with many, many very capable people within the PBT Institute, men and women, and I find that very often it works against them. And here's what I mean. Let's just say you're the type that can manage a lot. So you take on a lot and then everybody knows you can manage a lot. So they're like, oh, let me just give it you know, to him or her to do because I know they can take care of it. And what happens over time is you become the go-to person who's so capable and who can get things done. And then at your own expense, you start taking on even more because, well, you can. But even though you may have heard this saying, even though you can doesn't mean you should. And what I see so often is when we're healing from betrayal, let's say you're working on rebuilding with your partner and your partner isn't stepping themselves up to the plate the same way you would, or you can. So what happens is you start doing some of the work for them. No, 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 no. This is what you don't want to do. This is a time where even if you can, it doesn't mean you should. This is a time where if you're willing, willing to watch this person change their behavior and you know, do things differently and all of that, then you're willing to rebuild. You could try rebuilding, but that does not mean that you do the work for them. You know, I use this example of the brick wall all the time, and I'm going to share it again in case you haven't heard it because you're going to see it uh, so clearly in this, in, in this metaphor, whatever these things are. <laughs> so imagine a brick wall. And the only way I know of a brick wall being built is brick by brick by brick, right? Like every opportunity someone has to show that they're trustworthy, that's one brick in that brick wall. So clearly it's going to take a lot of time to build that brick wall because every time that person has an opportunity to show that they're trustworthy, that's one brick in that brick wall. And then that person who has spent the time and the effort and the energy building that brick wall in one moment or series of moments shatters the entire brick wall. The whole thing comes tumbling down. Now you have every right to look at the rubble of bricks and say, I don't have the least bit of interest in watching that thing get rebuilt. Totally fine. You move along, you go along your, your way. However, if you're willing to watch that brick wall be rebuilt, the person who shattered it has to be a really good bricklayer. And it goes up the same way it went up the first time, brick by brick by brick. Every opportunity someone has to show that they're trustworthy, that is one brick in that brick wall. But here's what I see. Here's what I see. For so many reasons, whether you're just, you're in so much pain and you just want things okay, whether you're just extremely capable what happens often is the person who shattered the brick wall doesn't really have much of an investment or interest in, in rebuilding the brick wall. So the person who's betrayed is like, fine, I'll do it. 
No, this is why you never feel safe. This is why you're always hypervigilant. This is why uh, the repair and the rebuild doesn't happen in the way that it needs to. So it just came up because I was working with someone else just this morning and she is exceptionally capable. I mean, she's doing great things. She has this amazing business and raising her kids and looks great and takes care of herself and everybody else around her and all of this stuff. And she's so used to being the one who takes over that the go-to response for everyone around her is, okay, well, she can do it. So what do I have to? And I'm saying this because I know so many people watching, so many people listening, that's the case with you. And here's Here's the downside of it. Number one, we write the script for how others treat us. So now, now what we're teaching people is you don't have to do the work. I'll do it for you. That's the first thing. The second thing I want you to know is that when we are taking on so much in addition to what we're already doing, that is a recipe for stress-related symptoms, issues, conditions, disease. Now, many of you know, I have a health background and I used to do, uh, one of the things I was doing back in the day was I was a a functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner. So I was testing people for stress-related issues and disorders. Now, these people looked perfect, on the outside, but inside they were a mess. Their immune systems were suppressed. Their adrenals have tanked. Their they were uh, they were you know slowly losing their hair. They were creating these hormonal dysregulations. They couldn't sleep. Their digestion was crazy. I mean, you name it, it was happening because of the excess amount of stress they were, you know, they were putting on them. And it was, there's just, there's just so much you can handle. And when you're healing from betrayal, you don't have the resources to take on additional things. You know, I'll never forget when I was, I was uh, healing from my own betrayal. And here I was, uh, just trying to manage the four kids, the six dogs, the business, the whole thing, and, and trying to work out too. And I could not, get a workout in. And, and I was struggling and I was so down on myself. Like, why can't I get my workout in? Well, think about what you're doing to yourself when you're putting this additional stress on you. Your body's like, listen, I'm doing all I can to keep it all together for you. You want me to get a workout in here too and use up extra energy? I just don't have it. I don't have the resources, you see? And this is why also it's so common to have brain fog when you're healing from betrayal, your adrenals, you know, are a mess and brain fog is so common. And this would happen to me all the time. I would, I'd be in my car going to a place that I had been to many, many times. And then I would just like drive right past it or miss the exit or something like that. And I, I just couldn't figure out why I could not get it together. And, and I even write about this. I think I wrote about this in, uh, in trust again, where someone was, having a conversation with me, she wanted me to, uh, to do, this was for a speaking event and she's, she had a call and she said, Oh, Debbie, I have a call. You know what? Give me your number. Let me call you back. And I was like, Oh, you know what? Hang on a second. And I put her on hold. We were on a call. I put her on hold because for the life of me, I could not remember my phone number. I mean, could you imagine? This is so common. This is so common when when we're healing and when we're using resources we don't have and looking for resources we don't have. I wanna bring up one last thing because this is a dangerous trap and I know I fell into this one and I'm bringing this up in case you are too. When this is 
maybe even before the betrayal, let's say we're in a relationship and we're not getting the validation or the acknowledgement or the recognition or whatever it is that we need, right? So many of us, we need to be seen and valued and recognized and heard and all of this. And in relationships, when some people don't receive that, well, they look to find that somewhere else or in, you know, the a different relationship or with someone else. But what I, what I remember uh, back in the day was here I was so busy with the four kids and the six dogs and the business and working out and keeping myself together. And I remember, and I remember getting so many compliments for it. Now, on the outside, that may seem like, wow, that's really nice. I'm being recognized and validated and all of that. But here's what was going on on the inside. That's what was fueling me. I was getting so much validation from doing so much and having it all together and keeping it all together. So I kept, there must have been some part of me that was saying, well, look at you, you can do it, just do more, just do more, just do more, just do, do more. And it made me so sick because that's where I was getting fed. That's where I was getting fueled. That's where I was hearing how great I was. Well, what's the lesson here? We can't count on anything external to give us what we need internally. It's an inside job. But if you find that you are looking for it externally, of course, looking for it in another is makes you the betrayer. You don't want to go down that road. But even if you're looking for it in external validation, take a look. What's within you that needs this healing. And maybe you've been neglecting yourself. That's self-betrayal, right? Where we're looking for something externally to give us a feeling internally. Well, what would happen if you were your own best friend and you gave yourself that self-love and self-care that you're seeking in something external, in anything other than you? So I know I threw a lot at you uh, in this today, but the whole idea is Number one, being so capable is a recipe for stress-related symptoms, illness, condition, disease, because just because you can doesn't mean you should. You take on things because we've conditioned ourselves and others that, hey, we can do it, so we do. Not what you need to do. And especially after betrayal, you don't have the resources for it. So that's where the brain fog comes in. You can't get that workout in. It's it's extra hard to do things because you just don't have the energy. You don't have the reserves. You have to really be careful with what you're spending your time on. The other thing, you know, again, this is not a time to keep taking things on. See what you can delegate. See what you can let go of. Uh, see how you can rewrite this script. I always talk about this. Betrayal gives you that opportunity to take a look and say, wait a second, how is I showing up here? Not suggesting at all that it was your fault. It's your opportunity. It's a way to look. It's a time to look and say, was I taking on too much? Was I uh, trying to be this you know, Wonder Woman or, you know, Superman kind of thing. And, you know, if you're a guy or what was I doing that just doesn't serve, we write the script. This is an opportunity to write a new script. And finally, what's feeding you? If that external validation is what's feeding you, be very careful. It's a slippery slope. And 
it's a sign, use it as a sign to say, what is it that I really need? Do I need that acknowledgement, that recognition, that validation? How can I give that to myself? How can I fill my own cup so I don't need something externally to fill something internally? And here's the, here's the test to see if that's what you're doing. If you're getting all your recognition and all your fuel from what you do, let's just say. Here's a question for you. Who would you be? If you sat on your butt and did nothing, oh, <laughs> for all you type A go-getters, that's like, you don't even want to envision that. But the question is, would you still be worthy? Would you still be lovable? Would you still be deserving? The answer is, of course, of course, that's the case. But see what's feeding you. See where you're getting that recognition, that validation, that acknowledgement from. Because if it's in what you do, what happens if you stop doing those very things? You're worthy, lovable, and deserving just because you are, just because you breathe, just because you exist. And I know, easy to say, because when I asked myself that question, I was like, oh, I don't even know if I want to give myself an opportunity to find out. I'm better off being busy. But there's something about slowing down and uh, checking in with who you are, why you're here, what you're doing, uh, and using this this precious opportunity as you're in this cocoon before you emerge as the butterfly to uh, make some make some solid decisions about what you want to do a little bit differently. If you've been that person who can do it all, you still can do it all, I'm sure, but maybe not all at the same time. Uh, maybe you take on a little bit less. Maybe you delegate more. It is completely and totally and wholly up to you. You got this. Hope that helps and I'll see you next time. You need the right tools, support, and the right community to move through the five stages from betrayal to breakthrough. And we have all that within the PBT Institute. So join us at the PBT, as in post-betrayal transformation, thepbtinstitute.com. There's a version of you who's so confident, healthy, peaceful, and happy on the other end of your healing. And we can't wait to help you get there. We got you. Thanks for listening. And here's to your breakthrough.